Hello, podcast listeners, YouTube audience. Today, we are here to talk to you about time management. So if you're a procrastinator, shut off the podcast because you're not going to like it. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Have you guys seen the round to it? I have. And my parents actually have one in their house. It was Grammy Scott's. My grandmother has one. Yep. I shouldn't say that. She may not have it anymore, but... Why'd you take it? No, no. I don't know. We need Bill's coaster here to... Yeah. Another plug for Bill, but it's a round... To it. To it. To it. But it's like this little cross-stitch thing. It's like a little wafer, and it says T-U-I-T on it. And it's for all the times you say, I'll get around to it. Yeah, so there's that. It's That's crocheted? Cool. Yep. Yeah, yep. I think, I think it's, uh, Grammy Scott's was wood. I was going to say, the yeah. one that I've seen is wooden. Yeah, my grandmother's was a yeah. little, it's almost like a plastic wafer that they crocheted it. Yep, and uh, yeah. So I need, I, I need a few of those. What are we talking about today? Because uh, you guys sent me the notes and I never had a chance to read them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has something to do with eating. And it has which is good. Yeah. And, and it has something to do with frogs. I'll right. let you which may not be so good. Together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Have you, do you, have you guys read the reviews on Kingdom Speak? The reviews are in. We're about to hear. And people like us. Uh, generally, not always, uh, five star <laughs> review. And the headline is truth. How wonderful it is to have a source of truth in a world where the truth has fallen in the streets as if being subjective kingdom speak declares the sound of pure objective truth. Keep up the great work. Your friend in Pueblo, Colorado, brother, Adam Condor. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yeah, Brother podcast. Condor, God bless you. Let's say amen. Thanks for the God. review. Hallelujah. One more, one more, one more, because it's Friday. Great podcast. Five stars. <laughs> if Friday. you're looking for a podcast that will deepen your understanding of biblical concepts while offering practical solutions to everyday life, wow, that's very good writing. You yeah. have found the right place. You will laugh. You will cry. You will be enriched. All while feeling as though you are part of the team and sitting at the table. Well done, guys. That's D.A. Harper. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Can you get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. So, man, that was good. Those reviews are awesome. And uh, they're picking up, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they are. I got to start reading two at a time because as it is, there's ones that just fall through the cracks. And we're not even giving any shout-outs to all the YouTube comments. Right. Which are just overloaded sometimes. Right. But yeah. So this oh, episode it's awesome. Today, we love hearing from folk. Yes, we do. We do. Send it. Send it in. We love it. You know what's cool is, is now that I've um, started traveling again a bit, it is neat meeting people mm-hmm. that listen. It's cool. Thanks for coming up and 
yeah, introducing yourself. And spam the pastor. He particularly loves to talk right before he gets up and preaches. So <laughs> if it's like five minutes pre-service and you see him praying, I would just recommend going up. And, and I would. That's the moment. Pastor, make your, make your I, move. Pastor, yeah, yeah. can I get a photo, please? <laughs> yeah. I would make sure that you invite your friends to join you with that convoy. Um, hmm. Make a convoy. Well, I like that word, convoy. Load them up. I've been feeling that word, convoy. Yes, yes. Yes. We are Canadian. It is a very Canadian word. Yeah. (laughs) Problem is, is we are recording this episode a few weeks out from when it's going to be released. Lord knows what that word, convoy, is going to mean. We may get banned from YouTube for saying Yeah, demonetized. Boy, we don't want that. And, yeah. Is that what they mean? Is that what it means when you get the demons cast out of you? You're demonetized. Maybe. Oh, I just had to ask. <laughs> Anybody who wants demonetized, come up to the front right now. Yes, come up to the north. <laughs> they are doing that right now. Yeah. They're demonetizing. Wow. Today is interesting. Um, this is a particular interest to me, our discussion that we're going to have today on the topic of productivity. Yes. Um, and you know, we're recording this six weeks into the new year, and I'm reading a book right now called Blue Zones, and the author makes the case that, uh, statistically, that over 80% of New Year's resolutions are off the rails by this time in the calendar year. Yikes. So only one in five people are still following their New Year's resolutions right now. Interesting. Does he say whether or not they ever get them back? or No. No, he doesn't say. I wonder what the recovery of that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it, once, once it's slipped your grasp, can you ever strong arm it back? Well, I can't speak personally because I've never broken a New Year's resolution. Oh, you know what? I'll just go right ahead, and it makes I it easy for me because beloved producer did. I just go ahead and copy and paste. It was a list I made in 2016. Yeah, <laughs> and I just no updates required. I just rechanged the top to 2022, yeah. and it stays the same. Yeah. And mm. I don't have to think about it that way. Hey, I guess it's cheaper. You don't have to keep buying new books because I was going to say, what about your yearly planner? That that's neat. I've got a stack of unread books. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So if you are a productivity geek, or if you are um, a procrastinating geek, (laughs) they already shut the episode off. I told them to. Yeah, they're gone. Um, They're gone. You're going to enjoy this because we're going to. And it's a bit of a book review, I guess, which we don't do that often. We're going to try to do more this year as well. That's on our list of things we need to do this year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the book is Eat That Frog. Mm -hmm. Have you read the book? Brian Tracy. Years ago. Yeah. It's still on my list. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't got to it. Haven't got to it yet. It wasn't even a new book in 2016, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's an interesting book. Um, it's kind of built off that Mark Twain, mm-hmm. or at least it's ascribed to Mark Twain. He said, "Eat a live frog first thing in the morning, and nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day." <laughs> Boy, oh, there. So the premise there. is: stop putting things off. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think he was trying to make it a spiritual thing that had nothing to do with mm-hmm. Pharaoh's buffet of frogs or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we all know at least one person in our lives who is a psychopathic procrastinator, mm-hmm. right? Where that's all they can do is procrastinate. It seems mm-hmm. like, you know, if, do you have anybody, any of your friends, if they say, yeah, let's go out to eat, um, you know, meet me there at seven, you know, they're not going to be there at seven. Yep. And if, yep. if we're ministering right now, we cannot talk about this. Yep. Right if we're now. ministering right now. So let me tell you what happened. So last last <laughs> week, last week, I was in Tomball, Texas. Uh, it's not going to be last week when you hear this. So whatever, time ago. three weeks ago, yeah. um, because we're trying to eat frogs around here. So that's right. Um, so I was in I was in Tomball, Texas, for deeper conference with Pastor Barentine, an incredible meeting. So Saturday morning, um, I mentioned to Bishop Lambeth, who we need to have back on the podcast again. Mm -hmm. I said, why don't we meet for coffee? Well, he doesn't drink coffee, but he obliged to get together. He said, let's meet at 9 o'clock. So I said, no problem. So at like 8.59, I was not late. Mm -hmm. I walked in Mm -hmm. to the lobby of the hotel and he was sitting there chatting with a couple of guys, and I came in on the tail end of a conversation. And and when he concluded the conversation, I said, "Man, sounds like I missed a good conversation." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yeah, because you're late." <laughs> I went, "I no, I'm not actually. I, I was one minute early." Mm-hmm. He said, "I tell everybody that is in my leadership class and the preachers that he's developing in Brazil." That if you're not ten minutes early, hear it. You're late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Do you remember? So we- he said, "What time is it?" I said, "Without even missing a beat, it's ten to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere." <laughs> and he he about rebuked me in Portuguese right there because it was not ten to nine. <laughs> Do you remember the leadership session we had with uh, Elder Johnson? Tommy Johnson. Tommy Johnson, yes. And he said, if you're on time, you're late. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I believe, um, I think Elder Von Morton has said that as well. So. And you know from traveling that being on time is essential. Yes. Most times. Yes. And there's something about, I've had to do this once in my life. I've had to run to get to the gate. Oh, that's a bad feeling. Oh man, that is not cool. Yeah, that's not cool. There's nothing worse. Well, I'm, there is things worse, but uh, yeah. oh, something about being late or always just oh man, I hope we're there on time. Or you're in a car. Who who is? I guess you have a an episode where well, wasn't me. it you were trying to me? Where did you have to rush? Was it a cruise? This isn't in the notes. What are you no, talking no. about? No, I, I just I'm remembering on the fly somewhere <clears throat> you had to like. Tear up Jack to make a deadline. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were going on a cruise. Right, you and your wife? Yes. Yes. So how and did that there had, there had been a death in the church. Yeah. Uh, one, one of our saints had passed mm-hmm. away. And so we stayed for the funeral mm-hmm. and, and flew out mm-hmm. that next morning mm-hmm. when we were planning on flying out a few days in advance. And so we were landing at the airport, and we were supposed to have like three hours, mm-hmm. whatever, buffer between when the ship sails and, and the plane landed. Mm-hmm. And so, as is the case, airlines are seldom as punctual as we attempt to be. 
No. And so we landed and just had like, I don't know, 40, 46 minutes to get in Fort Lauderdale from the airport to the terminal. Yeah. And um, I put I put a $50 bill on the, I think it was a $50 bill, maybe a $100 bill, I can't remember, but it was significant. It was more than 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I put it on the dash of the taxi. Mm-hmm. Because we had totally missed, they had a shuttle that would, would pick you up. <laughs> they gone. They're all, they are long <laughs> gone. And so ran out and got a taxi, and I slapped that on the dash. I said, that's yours if you can get me to the ship before it sails. Ugh. Brothers and sisters. He got you there. He got us there. I don't know if he wanted me there or he just wanted the money, what the deal was, but we made it. Yeah. Yeah, there are no second but chances it took us, with them boats. It took us like three days to calm down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your heart rate is still 150 when you're eating your first meal on the boat. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I hate being late. Yeah. And there's not, there's also nothing worse than, honestly, it's a used as an excuse, but when you actually legit forget <clears throat> about an event or something that's important to other people and... yeah. When you, act, you know, you can use that as an excuse, but there's, there's fewer worse feelings than just forgetting. And then you realize, and you're like, oh, I'm such a buffoon for, oh, right. oh man, and at, I don't And like at that, that point, there, there's some um, that are amongst us that are busier than others. Mm. Don't use that as an excuse. No, uh, don't say you're too busy. <laughs> yeah, you're not too busy to be on time. No. You had other priorities. Yeah. No, if you're still listening right now, we warned you. <laughs> oh, man. So. And we've all had our share of. Being absolutely. Stuff. This is going to help you today. Yeah. So the idea behind Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog book mm-hmm. is really, he, he, he kind of lays out some principles mm-hmm. of how to properly prioritize, list, order the events of your day. Yep. And using that analogy, that's really, I guess that's probably what made the book so catching to me is you you take that event that you detest, yep, that you dread, that may be your most difficult, and you put that on the first order of business, and you devour it. So in an average day, and I know you don't usually have average days, but uh, if you had, say, a normal office day here uh, at Family Worship Center, what, what is that thing in your, in your office duty that you just dread, besides talking to us? Like, what is it? That I just dread? Yeah, like, is it email? Is it voicemail? Is it... I'm, I'm going to say voicemail, probably. Yeah? Yeah. You're yeah. just going to sit it's, there and just force gotta... yourself to listen to everything? And respond yeah. to everything, right? True, right. Mm-hmm. It's um, I don't want that to come across wrong, no, no. but it's just a matter of it, it. If I allowed myself, I would do other things first, and that would be stuck at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So are you kind of like a eat de- uh, eat dessert first kind kind of guy? Or? That can be the temptation yeah. for sure. Do all the fun I stuff know, first. I know. You, that. So yeah, between me and my wife. Uh, mm-hmm. complete opposites, complete opposites. Like if I've got a list of, of uh, tasks, I'm going to try, not saying I'm going to, but I'm mm-hmm. going to try to do the hardest task first. Yeah. Because yeah. I know Erica's is the complete opposite on that. It's 
Let's do the fun. Do the fun hope stuff. Hope there's enough time at the end of the day to do the stuff I don't want to do. And if not, let's tip it over till tomorrow. To till tomorrow. Yeah, we are, there's today. always yeah. tomorrow. There's I always do today tomorrow. what you can do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, there's an interesting thing that, that that's not in in his, uh, or at least I'm not recollecting that he mm. covers it in there. But I think it's very important that you also figure out what the productive time of the day is for you. Yes. Yes, I yep. agree. That's huge. Because there are some huge. people that aren't by nature morning people. Maybe they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. late night people that that the creative juices begin flowing and, and that's that's their mm. little sweet spot for performance. So um that that's also something that's that's a an important mm. aspect of this conversation mm. is unpacking that. Some people you know are just going to be up late. That's sure. their style. Other people are first thing in the morning. Yep. Yeah. So his his take on this is definitely eat the ugliest one first. Mm-hmm. You know, devour it. Um, were any of you guys ACE students? I was at the beginning of uh, beginning. And then I transitioned over to more digital stuff later on. But yeah, I started out okay. in AC. I think it was grade three. Grade two was my last of AC. Hey, any ACE students out there, give us a shout out. But um, Podge, I'm an AC. Podge, are you listening? Yes. Podge AC. Wags. Christy. <laughs> oh, boys. Yeah. I love you, Podge. Man, we loved their ACE cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Part of the approach of developing a goal-setting environment was introduced Mm -hmm. to me through ACE. And that was their approach as well, is you tackle your most difficult subject first. Yep. So for me, that was math. Mm -hmm. Um, I I didn't want to be working math at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Now, there were days that I was, but it wasn't because I delayed. (laughs) It was because from 8.30 in the morning until 2 in the afternoon, I was still working on my math. Yeah. But... If we're not careful, the I know for me personally, the concept and idea of goal setting mm-hmm. is lost once we get out of the structure of a school, of a of a day to day. You know, we almost chuck that to the side when the reality is is goal setting, running list. Mm-hmm. Is is kind of front and center to leading a productive life, right? Yeah, yeah. I, there's there's two ways to look at this for me. I like the idea. Now, if you're not in an office job, then it's a little more. You know, it's probably a bit challenging to to sit down every morning and write out your day's goals. Um, but you should at least have a weekly. I would say a weekly set of if it's on your phone, whatever, a list of things that need yeah. to be done. Like if you think of something to do, I know it sounds real basic, but you should write it down. Yeah, it's and then things you would yeah. like to do. Okay, so let, let's right? you're you're getting ahead in some oh, of, of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of the one of the statements that he made in there is, "Don't do drugs, do lists." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, really key. There is something about the mental. Uh, approach of getting yourself mentally prepared yep. for a day or as you've already mentioned even 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 if you zoom out to a, a yearly yep. approach weekly month this year mm-hmm. I want to XYZ yeah right yep. 
Um, now, if, if it's like eat 13 Big Macs, that you, you probably will be able to get that done without listing yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about committing it mm-hmm. to paper. Well, you're defining it. He right. Says, defining your goal. Right. Okay. So in order to get it accomplished, and there's three things that I wanted to mention here. He says there's three D's of new habit formation. Mm-hmm. Three of them. First, make a decision to develop the habit of task completion. Yep. Okay. So if you're gonna if you're gonna make a habit of doing list, the three D's are mm-hmm. make a decision to develop the habit of task completion. Second, discipline yourself to practice the principles you are about to learn in this book over and over and over and over and over again until they become automatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And thirdly. Back everything you do with determination until the habit is locked in and becomes a permanent part of your personality. Decisions, disciplines, and determination. Yeah. And you can form that habit Mm -hmm. of of list making that you that you just mentioned. Now, there is there's significance to transferring something from a thought to paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something you guys do. Yep, I, I see you running with your yep. Yep. physical with your notebook, a physical paper. Yeah, that that step has been life changing in the office world for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Where I fall off is I've got great record of what I didn't get done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like step two to three. Yeah, I can but, show you everything I didn't get done. But that's what I was going to say. The the two things are when you define it and you put it down. I love the idea of having it down as a, okay, this is what's coming up. But do you guys nudge stuff ahead when you don't get it done? I don't want to. Like I'm not as consistent at doing that as I should be. Bullet journaling is really big into that. Yep. You know, yep. even if you say, okay, I'm not going to have time to do this today. I bump it ahead till tomorrow. Um, but I, I, I still like to know that I didn't get something done. And, and right? the inter- yeah. interesting thing about bullet journaling in that concept is... After you've bumped something ahead yeah. for like six weeks, oh. then you make a decision. It's yeah. obviously not worth doing. That's right. And you're tired of writing it down. That's right. back to what you just said about paper, right? Right. Yeah. So then you thin out the herd, yeah. so to speak, and Let's you stay honest. focused. We're not going to do this, so why do I keep writing it down? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's an interesting stat. Only about 3% of adults have clear written goals. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I believe that. Wow. I remember this has nothing to do wow. with even spiritual development. But I, and I don't even remember who it was, but there was a golfer a few years ago who won. I don't even know what he won, but he won a very significant uh, tournament. And he made shockwaves uh, in the internet world because he showed reporters in his press conference after the winning tournament. He showed them a... A note on his his iPhone, and he had written down what he had wanted to do that year, and on the bottom of the list was win the tournament. Oh. Uh, and everybody was like, "Oh, so you actually worked for this? Wow! It didn't just happen, right? Right? But yeah, you really right. do have to commit. Right. It's an interesting exercise <laughs> yeah. to say, okay, what do you want to do this year? Besides just get up and go to work every day. and Yeah, besides survive, live, and go on vacation. Yeah. Um, what do you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is 
although this is very practical, this is also a, a biblical concept. Yes, sure it is. Of, of transferring something from the ether of, of mental, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even, even imaginative, that region, mm-hmm. to committing it to paper. Mm-hmm. Okay? Read Habakkuk, the second chapter, and the second verse. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Write it is. the vision. And engrave it so plainly upon tablets. This is the Amplified, by the that way. That everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by. <laughs> now, now don't, don't, be, don't let that be lost on you, that, that you, you can't just have a vision. You, you can have a vision. Mm-hmm. What, what do I want Family Worship Center to accomplish? We've had this discussion about kingdom speak. What what's our vision what's for like? this? But the reality is, is while I'm while I'm flying back from wherever I'm flying and I'm meditating on it and I'm thinking about it and mm. and you know the potential is there that we could do this and this and mm-hmm. this and this. At some point, in order for that to leave the regions of just being a creative idea, thought, or dream, mm-hmm. I have to write it. I have to write it. I have to write it clearly and articulately. And there's something about, at least for me, bringing something from the regions of my ideas and my dreaming into the realm of transmitting it so that others can read it and understand it and buy in. For sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what Habakkuk is saying. You can't just have a vision. Yep. But you got to write it. It's got to be plainly engraved so that those who hasten by can grab it and understand it. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. That is pretty massive. Yeah. So I think there's three things here that, that help keep a, a dream from just being a dream. You know, a, a, a dream can just forever just fizzle and over here in the and and mm-hmm. if, if you want that to become a goal specific things have to happen for a dream to become a reality yes definitely right so i think the first step is think on paper mm-hmm. you 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 have to commit it to paper mm. yeah is there something you just want yeah. to chime in yeah, there some, go ahead something that just come to my mind is something that you showed me uh it's been a few years ago but how you commit ideas to paper as a pastor. Right. When you may feel or something's made a little more clear as you're reading, don't matter where you are, if you're driving, right. if you're in the airport, if something comes to you, you always said, commit that idea to paper. Right. And I believe you showed me your Evernote right. where it was detailed. You would tag it. You would. Right. Well, that comes in handy, I believe, when it comes to totally. preparing a message. Totally. Right, right now, just... Just for, yep. just for fodder, mm-hmm. I have a I have a thoughts notebook on Evernote, Evernote, mm-hmm. and I have nine hundred and seventy eight different notes containing thoughts, ideas, something that stuck out to me mm-hmm. from. It'll take me a while to scroll back here, just a minute. From I started the oldest one is. October the 17th, 2010. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we're um, 20 or 2010 to 2022. So we're 12 years worth of thoughts yeah. that many of them may never be I preached. Gonna, I was going to ask you that. Have you preached them all? Oh, no. When I preach them, I take them out. That's right. Mm-hmm. These are... Well, these and, are, and good luck trying to remember something that you thought in 2011, unless you write it down. And, right. And write it clearly. Right. If you just would have jotted down Isaiah 12, 2, God said this. Or and, just Isaiah 12, 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, as I thinking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So you, let's just pull one and see. Commanded by the cloud. That's the name of the thought, the note. Boy, we're on the spot. Yeah. Elijah sent the boy out to check the skies for a sign of rain. The messenger came back with a sign of a cloud, but the size of a man's hand. The messenger was only focused and motivated by being obedient. He came back and forth seven times. But to the prophet, who was a man acquainted and motivated by the glory of God, a cloud the size of a man's hand was enough. From that moment, he began to pursue. He was commanded by the cloud. We journey from glory to glory. The glory cloud came down so strong in First Kings that even the priest couldn't minister. There. So you just write something down and move on, right? So that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But that was written on the 17th of October in 2010. Can you tell me what you were doing on 17th of October 2010? That's the point, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So think on paper. And here's an interesting point. It can be a digital format. Sure. Think clearly. Then there's another aspect of it that is is unique from just categorizing thoughts yep. mm-hmm. in, in relationship to what we've just been talking about. But it's give it a deadline. So don't don't just when when you give something a deadline you are effectively moving it from the, the nether regions of a dream mm-hmm. to a goal. Yep. So a dream is, I want to learn French. Mm-hmm. A goal is, I want to learn French by January 2023. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, that begins affecting what you do today. Today rather than just arbitrarily dreaming about accomplishing something, the deadline makes the dream a goal that starts governing your day-to-day existence. For sure. Mm. That's a big part of it. Write the vision. Make it plain. Mm -hmm. Um, The... The seven steps, and this is this is part of the Eat That Frog book. Seven steps to setting and achieving goals. Why don't you go ahead and run through them? Number one, decide exactly what you want. What is your goal? Yeah. So that comes back to what we were talking about, right? Defining it. Yep. Number two, right. Hey, can can I can I just throw this in? Mm-hmm. Deciding what you want. So um, I had a kind of a, a life highlight a few weeks ago. Uh, I was able to hear Jordan Peterson in person. Mm-hmm. And he made a statement while he was opening up his um, speech that night. He started talking about how, what, what's behind action. 
what drives action. Mm -hmm. So he says the impetus behind action is the desire to be somewhere that you're not. All right. Cool. Okay. So he used this as an example. He said, "I'm, I'm standing on this side of the stage. I want to be on the other side of the stage. So psychologically, although we don't break it down this way, he said, I have already categorically made some decisions in my, in my own psychological assessment that being on the other side of the stage is worth more than being where I'm at. That's right. Yep. Now, we don't, we don't break it down that way, no. but that's literally what has transpired. Oh, definitely. Where I am is not worth as much as where I want to go. And so the result of that is that I start acting mm-hmm. to get... Hmm from where I am to where I want to go. And that's where I start going, okay, what's the way to get there? And that's how you find the way. And mm-hmm. at that point, anything that comes between you and where you want to go is is associated with negative thoughts, negative feelings, and you measure progress towards that goal Very as good. positive. Right, that's right. And that's where action is birthed. He seems pretty smart. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. And that's what this is saying. Yeah. Decide what you want to be. Decide what the goal is, and then? Number two, write it down. Think on paper. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. Number three, oh, this is where it gets interesting. Set a deadline yeah. on your goal. Yep. Set sub-deadlines if necessary. Yep. If you do not do this, you will naturally fall into procrastination. Ouch. He has an interesting thing about procrastination. Um, I was just reading a summary of his... because. I didn't remember any of this, but he says that sometimes you need to procrastinate intentionally. He used an example of Mm. his boss would never reply to emails that staff were asking questions that they could easily find out another way. He, He would not waste his time answering those questions. Interesting. Because that was handicapping them. It's handicapping them and it's not a good use of his time. Okay, here's an interesting one from a spiritual leadership perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe my dad credits uh, Pastor Tommy Kraft with this, but telling him that when you're dealing with conflict, mm-hmm. that you never handle metal when it's hot. Yeah, okay, that's right. Give it time. Procrastinate. Procrastinate. Yep. So be selective with that. Wow. Yep. And and tell them, no, we'll get together this weekend, or I'll, I'll, well, let's chat about that next week. Oh, no, 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 it's the end of the world. Everything's falling apart. The iron's no, hot. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be all right. You'll make it. And and let's let's meet after things have cooled down a bit. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor McKillop, I sent you an email yesterday. And you sent I, me more than one, actually. I did, and I got no responses. Yeah. What does this mean, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, we will leave that for you to decide. Yeah. The audience will draw a conclusion. <laughs> I was waiting for Erica's input. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, make a list of everything that you can think of that you will need to achieve your goal. That's good. That's very good. That is very good. Yep. Number five, organize your list into a plan. <laughs> organize your list by priority and sequence. That, that hence is the frog thing. Yeah. Take a few minutes to decide what you need to do first. Yes. And what you can do later. Wow. 
Lay out your plan. Piece of cake, guys. Steps one through five. Piece of cake. <sighs> Got this, right? Brace up. Here we I go. I do not <laughs> want to talk about number six. Brace number up. Number six, take action on your plan immediately. Ah. Think about that. Sila. Sila. Yeah. And number seven only only backs up backs up number six mm. with a good sucker punch. Yeah. Resolve to do something every single day that moves oh. you toward yeah, your major goal. Yes. Begin building your daily schedule around accomplishing oh, wow. this. Do you keep your daily schedule, schedule. in an envelope? Eugene. Or an envelope. It's an envelope. And it's a garage. It's not a garage. It's a right? garage. Is it it's a garage. Is it Schuler or Skyler? It's a Skyler Bible. Oh, it's yeah. a Schuler. <laughs> I just throw that out there. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, Let's pause the podcast for an important announcement. Yes. This is breaking news. Pastor McKillop, take it away. Have you guys ever, um, you're, you're, you're part of, we all, well, we've all been first responders. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you ever get the call that there's a man down, that's never a good thing. Is it? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Man yeah. down is a problem. Well, we got good news. April the 1st and the 2nd is the cure for every man that's down. Woo! Hear it, hear it. If you are down, you need to listen. time to get up. Yeah, yeah. Man Up Conference is being hosted by Christian Life Memphis, Pastor Caleb Adams. An official kingdom speaker. Yes. That's right. Yes. April the 1st and the 2nd. That's a Friday night and a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Um, There's going to be sessions both Friday night and Saturday Mm-hmm. Speakers, Zach Wells, Tim Adams, Ryan Hernandez, mm-hmm. and on Saturday, a special Q&A that Pastor Caleb Adams will be participating in. And that sounds like a lot of fun. That does sound like fun. Let's you go need to, Memphis. to go check it out. Let's go. What are tickets? Let's go to Memphis. We even have the themes. Yeah, so themes. Here we go. Uh, a man and his God. Wow. That's on Friday night. A man and his business. That's a Saturday session. Nice. And the third one is a man and his mission. That is awesome. Saturday as well. You're going to want to be there. Yeah, that's awesome. Brother Caleb Adams is an excellent man. Yes. That will be a great event. If you want to check um, them out on social media, they have launched a social media um, account. account. Thank you. Manup.memphis. Yeah, so, hey, awesome. go check them out, and if you're in the area, or if you have to travel to get there, don't miss it. Get yourself there. Don't sure. be a man down. Be a man up. That's right. Amen to that. That was, that was good. Yes. Hey, before we jump back into uh, talking about procrastinators, um, this is a good time to remind you that you need to subscribe to Kingdom Speak. I would Why like are to you know. procrastinating? Oh. Why are you putting this off? You've wrote like, it down. If you haven't, write it down. <laughs> yes. Think clearly. Mm-hmm. Make a list of everything that you can think of that you need to achieve this goal, which would be picking up your phone. Yes. Using your thumb. 279 reviews. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's good. But we got a bigger audience than that. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> slightly yeah. 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 I agree. So, yeah, so uh, put a deadline it. on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that by, would be another good idea. By tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> And then we would ask you that you take action on your plan immediately. So just do it today. Yes. Yep. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Kingdomspeak.ca. Hit 
up our website, be a keynote speaker, all that. You know the drill. But most importantly, subscribe. Any update on our merch? Oh. Oh, I did. I wasn't going to oh. say that. I wasn't going to say it. By the time this episode I was going to say, out, by the time it'll be done, I finally got done. the stuff from our co host. Okay. So oh. We are able to move on. Zingers and are, are flying. Shots all yeah. over this. Shots fired. I only had to wait for like a month. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> I don't, I've been dreaming of the day we'd have merch. I hope it's going to be a goal we accomplish at some point. Yes. So this this gets back in, Mr. Co-host, mm-hmm. to where you were trying to lead us in the whole list. Yeah, yeah. Making. Yeah, I'm a so, fan. I'm a fan of lists. So here here's some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a proven fact that every minute that you spend in planning saves as many as 10 minutes in execution. Mm-hmm. It only takes between 10 to 12 minutes for you to plan out your day. Mm-hmm. But this small investment can save up to two hours of wasted time. Yep. You know when I like to do this? The last thing of my day, I like to write down my next day. Okay. Even if it's, even if it's broken down into morning and afternoon, uh, a little tip for you, man. If, you, if you're working in an office or if you're not, again, there's other ways to do this if you're not. But if you were to sit down on a Friday or a Saturday with a cup of coffee and say, all right, what am I going to do next week? And just think about each day. I think, it, I think it's a good place to start and just formulize and plan. Because like I said at the start of the show, we all know people who don't do that. Right. There's, there's a statement, and I'm, I'm not pulling it, but um, this may trigger it, and, and you've probably heard it, but the, the, the things that require the most attention are not always the most important. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm not getting that statement yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. but it, it's like this, the squeaking wheel is not always the most important thing. That's right. But what happens is, is if you don't have a plan, mm-hmm. then you... You become guilty of just dealing mm-hmm. with the the annoying elements of your organization, of your day-to-day responsibilities, and you never really dive into the most important things that make your organization tick. And that can be a problem. Absolutely. That can really be a problem. So we need to make a list. So make a list. You can increase your productivity and output by 25% or more. From yep. the first day that you begin working consistently from a list. Wow. This, this is the antidote to the person, or if you say it, who says I don't have time. This fixes that. Y- yeah. Look, you may, you may, you do. You probably do have more money than me, and you may have more stuff than me. <laughs> We but all know the co-host has more money than oh, us. Yes. Trust me. Yes. Trust me. Believe, the, one man said, believe me. <laughs> one, one he man has the Sisson Ridge penthouse. Believe yeah. me. Looking down over the valley. Mm-hmm. One thing you don't have is more time than me. That's right. That's Absolutely right. right. That is right. So speaking of time, that, that's kind of the great equalizer. Yeah. You see some people who say they read 30 books in a year and you're like, whoa. Well, yeah, you can say that the president of the United States, I think it was George Bush, that, mm-hmm. that while he was president was reading something yep. in the vicinity of yep. 30 books. Well, if anybody has a, a scheduled existence, mm-hmm. 
it would be him. Yep. Or you have a guy who does a triathlon, but yeah, he's a full-time employee of somewhere. It's like, right. how does that guy do it? Well, guess what? He probably gets up at 5 a.m. and runs for an hour while you're still sleeping for another hour, right? right? right. There's ways to do it. 5 a.m. club. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't have time to read my Bible. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Really needs to be deleted out yeah. of your vocabulary I because the expression of I don't have time not true. is a false statement. It is. Yes. It is a reflection on the lack of your ability to steward. Ouch. We would never call you a liar. You would just No, you would you. call yourself one. <laughs> we just have a lot of other things we could call you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But man, it's so true. Don't it be is. the right. guy that says I don't have time. You're better off with me. If somebody, if I've asked somebody to do something, don't say, man, I don't have time. Just say, look, I got busy doing other things and I didn't do it. Yeah. It, it feels better. And that can me. happen. It feels better to me. I, I had to say that the other day. You know, we, we, it wasn't so much a timing thing, but because of oversight on mm-hmm. my part, mm-hmm. I had double booked an event over top of someone else's event. Yeah. And it was because I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't take the time. Yeah. To look at my schedule and, yep. and, and make sure that I didn't do that. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. This is not about perfection. No. But as long as you live in the region of trying to self-justify the lack of your performance by the fact that somehow you just don't have as much time as everybody else, you will never get out of that rut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, here's a good, here's a zinger for you. Okay. Somebody says, I don't have time. Just come back at him and say, are you on social media? Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> yep. Have you been on it the last month? Yeah. Well, then you have time. Yeah. <laughs> it is oh, man. incredible how fast time can sift through your fingers. And you, and you can turn around and say, I yes. didn't have time. Yep. Oh, yeah. For sure. But there's nothing more rewarding than incrementally planning and doing something yep. and getting it done. Right. Oh, and if you've never done that, you really you know need what? to try it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being real honest with you. I've thoroughly enjoyed traveling and meeting some of our, mm-hmm. our audience. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're amazing people. Yeah. Um, disciplined people. You can tell by talking to them. Well, podcasters. Yeah. If you listen to podcasts, generally you're in the productive genre of people. Right. Yeah. So it's not an impulsive. I heard one of your episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know who you are, mm-hmm. but, but they're, they're with us, um, week after week and it's part of their, mm-hmm. their weekly discipline. Mm-hmm. Okay? For sure. And, and, and number one, we appreciate that. Yep, absolutely. But number two, the potential that is in the group of folks that listen to us. Let's yeah. just speak to that right. just for a moment. Let's do it. The potential that is there, the dreams that each of you have, mm-hmm. That if I if I could sit across the table literally from each of you and say, what would you like to accomplish in your life between now and the end? Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Would it be, I would like to write a book? Would it be, I'd like to release uh, a, a music album? Mm-hmm. I would like to start a business. Mm-hmm. I would like to be a life coach. I would like to own real estate. I would, I want a ministry. What is it? Mm-hmm. What are the things? I want to travel. Um, yep. I want to be married, depending on how far down we go. What, what is it that you want? 
here we are in your wheelhouse, Mr. Co-host. You put that on a master list. Exactly right. Define it. And we want to be we want to be that impetus right now yep. for our audience. Yep. Okay? Exactly right. We want to be the one that says, right now, take take out your pen and piece of paper and go, life goals, this is what I want to be. Right. I want to start a podcast. I want to be a radio show host. I I I, I want I want to I want to start a coffee business, clothing business, yep. car sales, I don't whatever it is. Yep. Write that thing down mm-hmm. yep. on the master list of life. That's right. Sounds dumb, doesn't it? But it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's very key. And then you derive from that master list, and this is where you were going 20 minutes ago. Yep. And you make a monthly list. Yep. And you make a weekly list. Yep. And you make a daily list. There is something about bringing that down. What is standing between me mm-hmm. and achieving what I've written on that master list? Let me let me ask you this real quick. Um, how how far out do, do you plan? So just for forget about church, but you you as you as a minister and travel and family events and. What would you say? You're at least probably six months out thinking about stuff? I try to be, yep. for sure. Yep. But then there's different things, like particular projects. We're in a building program. Well, For sure, yeah. We're talking we're, we're years six of, years out yep. at this point. Yep. But personally, you're, you're at least six months out there, oh, right? Absolutely. You're already considering, okay, what, what, what what's the plan for Christmas? Am I going to be here? Right. Am I going to be gone? Right. Like, I literally was talking about November last night. Yeah, and there's a couple of things that I've got to try to fit in for the year, mm-hmm. and and it looks like November is gonna kind of be the sweet spot. Yeah, but that just to me, when I do this kind of thing, even and I'm not that far out. I'm like probably three months out with stuff that I do, but it feels like it's a map to me, and whenever you plan, it's putting more clarity. I'm just the kind of person that likes to know what's happening. Now there are people who are spur of the moment kind of people who just right, but but I, like I, I, I diff- think even those spur of the moment people, which I could kind of fit somewhat in that category myself. Mm-hmm. I think we do ourselves an injustice by not like. Okay, let me say it this way: I can be an impulsive personality, mm-hmm. sporadic, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that I don't have life goals. Exactly, exactly. Sure. Think right? of the, we just did a yeah. trip. In October, producer Randy, we do actually get along, believe it or not. And we did a trip with our wives. um, Good trip. And we did, I would say we spent more time planning for the trip than we spent on the trip. For sure. You know, let me jump in and say this. I think think people that don't plan ahead Mm -hmm. miss a big part of the event because anticipation is almost as much as the enjoyment of the event. We found so many cool places. For sure. In the planning stage. The biggest one is the show. Yeah. If there wouldn't have been no planning, I mean, there's only two seats, four seats left in the place. Yeah. We literally, we literally got in on a, on a, on a, on an orchestra show in Paris that we were on a waiting list, you know, just stuff like that where the other thing I want to say, and I'm done gabbing about it, but it was an awesome trip. And nonetheless, uh, we would have never been able to do what we did unless we planned. Right. If we would have just landed and jumped off the plane and said, okay, hey, we're in Paris. Let's have a good time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> not good enough. You better know what you Well, there's definitely do. things that you would have missed out on, right? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you, you, want, you want to stack that mm-hmm. 
with as many events throughout that seven days or whatever you yeah. were there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wanting to maximize it. Very this, effective. This, to this even applies to finances. Oh, for <laughs> sure. That's a whole podcast. That's a whole, we want to get sure. into it. But you've got to plan that stuff, yeah. right? For sure. I you just do. can't run around swiping my credit card. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, there are, um, there are two rules that he mentions in the book that are pretty neat. There's a 1090 rule and an 8020 rule. Mm-hmm. The 1090 rule is, is this. The first 10% of time that you spend planning and organizing your work before you begin will save you as much as 90% of the time getting the job done. Mm. 10% of planning can save 90% of the time. Then the 80-20 rule, which is really interesting to me, 20% of your activities will account for 80% of your results. Mm-hmm. 20% of your customers account for 80% of your revenue. 20% of your tasks yeah. account for 80% of the value of what you do. Yeah. Okay? So off of that master list of eight or 10 things that, that are life goals with you, 20% of them wow. is, is really what you're going to focus on. And that's a derivative of the Pareto principle, right? Which is 80% of consequences come from 20% of causes. That's good. Right? It's time management. That's people problems, right? Mm-hmm. Generally, 80% of the problems that you encounter come from 20%. Complaints in a business. Yep. Uh, but also uh, good news stories, right? Very cool stuff. Let's um, and we're 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 wrapping up here because we know that you're going to be busy going and writing your list. <laughs> Long-term yeah. thinking improves short-term decision making. Mm-hmm. That's also very successful. Good. People have a clear future orientation. Oh, that's true. Absolutely. Jesus had this man who, mm-hmm. for the joy that was set before him, yes. If you can't see yes. past the cross that you're carrying right now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep carrying the cross right now. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that there is a future orientation that is compelling you, moving yes. you along the way. Long-term thinking improves short-term decision-making. Another, another rule, future intent influences and often determines present actions. Oh, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. And sacrifices you've made it, and we don't have time to go through this. But social media has become the greatest consumer oh, of some of our most quality time. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to us today, and and there's a podcast in you, mm-hmm. there's a book in you, mm-hmm. there's a musical um, album in you, there's there's a preacher in you, there's. Mm-hmm. Then, then please write the list, get after it, get after it, set a goal, put a deadline on it yep. and make it happen. Let's hit them with some numbers. Okay. We're going to close out with this. Oh, this is this might encourage you and it might discourage you. We don't yeah. know yet. Let's go. I, like, <laughs> I like this kind of stuff. The power of one hour. Um, Dutch sheets who wrote a book that greatly impacted me. Um, he, he wrote a book entitled uh, Second in Command. Mm-hmm. Fascinating book on, on being an assistant, mm-hmm. uh, more specifically an assistant pastor. 
he, th- this was a this was a chart that he came up with, and man, it's it's incredible. So the power of an hour. If you pray, he's got it. He's got it broken down into prayer, Bible reading, writing, reading, and exercising. Mm-hmm. If you pray for thirty minutes a day, mm-hmm. in three years' time, that is the equivalent of three and a half months of a forty-hour work week of prayer. Oof. <laughs> Over a lifespan of twenty-five years, that is two and a quarter years of 40-hour work weeks of prayer. Man, that's a lot. Just based on 30 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Reading your Bible 20 minutes a day, over three years you will read the Old Testament three times, the New Testament six times, and Psalms and Proverbs six times. Over a 25-year window, reading just 20 minutes a day, You read the Old Testament 25 times, the New Testament 50 times, Psalms and Proverbs 50 times. Hmm. Is that crazy? It's a lot of book here, right? uh, Writing. So you're going to be a writer. You're going to have a blog. You're going to whatever. 15 minutes a day in three years is one book published just by writing 15 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. 25 years, eight books published. Mm -hmm. Reading 15 minutes a day. 22 books read in three years, 182 books read in 25 years, exercising 15 minutes a day. That's three years. It's 273 hours of exercise or 2,281 hours over 25 years. I got to go, boys. I got stuff to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this today. This has been, uh, man... It's, it's great, and no matter where you are in the spectrum of time management, uh, I don't think you can talk about it enough. No. Yeah. Just when you think you're a good time manager, you, you, know, you read about someone else, and it's a challenge. Just take it as a challenge today, right? Right. Don't, don't let the ticking of the clock rob us mm-hmm. of what God has put in you. Mm-hmm. But go after it. Make a list. Write the vision. Make it plain. Give it a den- deadline and then give it to us. 